Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to For Your Run. Fun thing today, this is our one year it is a mini celebration. It's not mini, it's large. It's a big celebration. It's a so, huge celebration. It is. And <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I am Sean. I am always in this wonderful world of potting, joined by my friend Blair. <laughs> it's me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we've been we've been doing this hypothetically for about uh a week longer than a year because we started mm -hmm. recording in like mid-April of last year. But this is a year of pods being in people's faces and ears and all that. I think that's that. very exciting. It's a huge milestone. I'm very it's proud of us. Awesome. I mean, it's that's a, awesome. you know, talk about ourselves a lot because we are quite humble. But <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. Look at yeah. what we've done in a year. We've done a lot. Uh, yeah, we've met so many amazing people. We've we had have. opportunity to dabble in some mental health mm -hmm. conversations and some pod classes. It's well, been great. I was going to say in very traditional underachieving versions mm -hmm. of you and I, yes, yes. we somehow started with one podcast yes. and now have three. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, that sounds right. <laughs> so we will, we will give a shout out to our friend Sabrina for yes. doing the reset. Yep. We uh, will pat ourselves on the back for coming up with this pod class thing that we're playing with. We hope yep. that you're all enjoying that. We will give, I'm not even like, I feel like I'm in a pseudo Oscar speech right now and the light is flashing. Like you're, <laughs> oh, you're like out of time. they're telling you you need to be done. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has come on the uh, core of our podcasting life, which is mm -hmm. talking to wonderful running friends. Yeah. Um, thank you to all of you who have done that and shared your stories and listened to Blair and I laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> um, and with that in mind, today, it's our Kelly. guest is Kelly. Yeah. You know her on IG as the dot spiky pineapple. She is just a delightful, wonderful. She is. I could have just kept talking with her, but mm -hmm. she's got at least one or 50 things going on. Major thing right going now. on. Yeah. She's getting ready to move. She's got a very fun slate of races coming sure up does. through the back end of this year and into next year yeah and uh it was fantastically fun to talk with her it sure was so, i really enjoyed it yes so thank you everybody for a year of entertaining blair and i talking <laughs> in your ears let's go talk with kelly on we go for your run is supported by Paper Trails Greeting Co. Can't nobody stop you. You're not extra, you're ultra. Injuries suck, but you totally don't. At Paper Trails Greeting Co., they believe every runner belongs. Their founder, Kristen, created Paper Trails to both celebrate and support the experiences of every runner. She thoughtfully creates each card with the hopes that we can find something we relate to and can celebrate fellow runners. Their greeting cards range from celebrating milestones, supporting others through injuries, thanking your run coaches, supporting those friendships, providing motivation, and so much more. Each card is carefully designed and is a terrific way to support your fellow runners through whatever season of their running life they are in. I think many of us can agree that now more than ever, we could all use an extra bit of love and support. 
So the next time you want to celebrate, support, or surprise a fellow running friend, pick up a few cards from Paper Trails Greeting Co. and spread the love. You can visit papertrailsgreetingco.com today and explore all of their cards so you can bring some light to someone else's day. Again, visit papertrailsgreetingco.com to pick up the perfect card today and celebrate those running friends in your life. All right, it's Kelly time. Hello, <laughs> Kelly. Hello. It's like hammer time, but better. <laughs> I would agree with that. How are you today? I am great. Doing well. Thank you. How about you guys? I'm well. I'm yeah. very well. Yeah. I yeah. hear you're moving to my my magical state. So I'm very <laughs> yeah. excited to have more Floridians. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, I you might not be as excited yet because moving is basically torture. <laughs> <laughs> but we're happy to have you. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, the moving part, I'm sort of in the not quite ready to pack yet mm-hmm. <laughs> stage. Yeah. So it's not too scary yet. But yeah, it'll get there. Yeah. 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 I was I was going to give you golf clap for agreeing to talk with us <laughs> in the clap. midst of a move because, um, yeah, every time that I. So long story short, Kelly, there was a period. So we built a house um, kind of where around where I grew up. And in the midst of that, I had a townhouse. But when you do a bank loan, the bank's like, well, you can't have two houses. You can't get a loan for a new house while you're paying on another house. So we had to sell our townhouse, move into an apartment, live in the apartment and hope that the house got done in time that the lease for the apartment lasted. And in the midst of that, that meant like it was like Jenga of moving. It was Mm. moving out of a townhouse all of our stuff into an apartment. We got a two bedroom apartment, crammed all of our townhouse stuff into (laughs) the the second room was alarmingly packed. Like (laughs) there was one point where someone from the property company was like, yeah, that's like, that's definitely is is someone in there. Cause that's a fire hazard. And I was like, no, 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 it's literally like, we're basically using it as box storage. And then when we, the apartment ended and the house was getting done kind of a week apart. So we had to put all of our stuff into a tractor trailer trailer. Thankfully, my brother-in-law drives truck. So for then a week, all of our stuff was in a truck trailer and we lived at my parents. (laughs) Then we're able to, so we moved like four times in all of this. So when you told me you were moving, my mind viciously went back to like, dun, dun, like all of the things. Um, and that was not even like across a state or right. multiple states multiple or states, multiple yeah. miles. Um, so I, I, like I said, I'm golf clapping for you just at the idea of trying to entertain doing other things in the midst of all of that. Yeah, I, let's hope that that's not <laughs> we are doing the sell our house, move to an apartment, eventually, hopefully one day get a house again. But yes. hopefully we won't have that much trouble. Yes. Like, wow. So uh, I yeah, I um, I just can't. I, I'm, I'm not going to inundate you with questions about the move because I'm sure you wake up every morning with the immediate impacts of what do we have to do today? So I will not entertain those things. I will let that phase of your life be <laughs> semi-invisible for, for these Yes, put it on hours. pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I, I joked with Blair that <clears throat> between all the things we want to talk with you about today and whatever <laughs> else comes up, I told Blair I could take a nap today because <laughs> between Disney and Peloton and Florida and treadmill miles, all, this is I'm, I feel like it's just a version of Blair in St. Louis. <laughs> Well, These are all of my favorite I things. To all of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. These are a few of our favorite things. <laughs> I feel like I should love Julie Andrews at this point. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Disney segue. Yeah, there I you love go. Julie Andrews. Fantastic. I love her so much. <laughs> yes. Um, so I've thought a lot about this. I could, I feel like we could start pretty much anywhere. Right. But yeah. I feel like the natural tone of this whole thing would be running. How did yeah. that start for you? And then we'll unpack all this other cool stuff. Sure. I was always an athlete in school. I played softball all through high school, you know, um, college, whatever. Never, ever, ever considered myself to be a runner. Um, but as a teacher, I had the opportunity to travel to South Africa one uh -huh. summer to do some teaching. And one of the girls that I traveled with, so, you know, we spent tons of time together. Mm -hmm. One of the girls I traveled with was a runner. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know how it came up. We were talking about it and it just kind of left me with the, well, maybe I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. let's try, let's just try a 5k. And, so where I live, there's a local 5k in a small little local town. And I was like, that's the one I'm going to do that one. I did couch to 5k. I trained, I did all the things. And some people are like, you trained for a 5k. I'm like, yeah, I've never run in my life. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that it started with that 5k. And then, then I knew I want to run at Disney. <laughs> I have got to do more miles. <laughs> and then it just, from there. <laughs> yes. Well, it, well, I guess if anything, Disney can be that North star and like Disney can be a North star for like so many things, but definitely the running part is like yeah. this sneaky, awesome part. Mm -hmm. I have not gotten to partake as of yet. Mm -hmm. It's certainly a thing that I think I aspire to do. Um, but then I, you know, there's always that caveat. Everyone kind of hits you with like, are you ready to get up at two 30 in the morning? <laughs> like, you got it. It's got the magic. Happens, yeah. Sean. Oh, is that, is, is that when the magic happens? Yes, it is. Yes. You're so because everyone's magic. This is true. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I know, I know so many people, I mean, I kind of in a roundabout way goofily did that as well goofily look at there's so many disney things See? happening the subconscious is just going someone should start making this a game i know uh if if you haven't started yet listener drinking game all disney references on the table um but terrible for <laughs> yeah um but yeah, when I came back to running, I ran cross country as a teen, didn't want to at all. Um, I remember the discussion in my yard with my mother. She was basically like, oh, you will do a sport because we need something. I still want to meet your mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, so when I got back to running, I was the same goofy thing as you of um i'll just do a 5k and then you finish the 5k and it's now i went warp drive i was like half marathon here we go mm -hmm. before i even got to the half marathon i had signed up for a full 
all just a, a domino effect at that point. Um, but what was the what was the first thing that you looked at Disney wise as far as those races go? Yeah. So the first I started running in 2014. So back then, Disneyland races were still around. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I, I just was looking at run Disney in general. I'm not really sure. But as a teacher, we don't get a lot of days off. And Disneyland had a race weekend over a holiday weekend. And so I was like, that's it. <laughs> Going to Disneyland. That That's the one we're going to do. And so um, I think I signed up for that before I had signed up for a half, any other half marathon. And I knew, okay, I have to have this thing called a proof of time. Like I knew what none of this was. I just knew it existed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I ran a local race at home and then it just kind of went from there. And my husband and I will never forget how funny it was running that first race weekend. I think particularly in Disneyland, because Disneyland is such a local area. And I feel like Florida, now that I know it better is too, but everyone around us was so shocked that it was our first Disney race. And we just kind of looked at each other like, what do you mean people do this all the time? <laughs> like, we were blown away and now we're like, oops, now it's us. No. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Have you always loved Disney? Yeah. Um, I feel like I came to it more as an adult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oddly. Yeah. Um, I went on a trip there with my husband and my parents and my brother in 2011. Mm -hmm. And then like, since then it just grew and grew yeah. and yeah. the running really, it mm -hmm. became part of our life when yeah. we started doing the running there. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's kind of funny. My childhood, like <clears throat> my cousin got me into the star Wars stuff and all that stuff. So now all of the parts of my childhood, Disney has possessed. So like Disney has grabbed all of my childhood and been like, oh no, you will be a Disney human. Um, Marvel and Star Wars are now ours. Um, I, I definitely love Disney growing up too. I, I went to Disneyland with a friend um, right in my early twenties and I get it. Like the, they, they have mastered experience when it comes mm -hmm. to all this stuff. So yes, I absolutely get it. And I, everybody that comes out of these races is like, I will be back. That was amazing. And I'm like, but you always hit me with the early morning thing, but you still <laughs> say it's amazing. So this really must be very amazing. Um, so you do those first, that first race and the, the timeline is certainly then you, you get all the way to the dopey challenge, which I know is just like, <sighs> Amazing. The, the mother of all race <laughs> right. weekends as far as right. what you're doing goes. Mm -hmm. So when does Dopey Challenge start to show up in your mind as like, I think this is a thing I want to try and tackle? Yeah. Um, that first race weekend at Disneyland, <laughs> I heard people talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I had no, clearly never run a marathon and saw people talking about it and thought, huh? <laughs> like, what? Could I do that? Um, and then I think we just decided like, yeah, that's something we want to do. And so I signed up for my first marathon because I wanted to run a marathon before I ran Dopey, which not everybody does it that way, but I knew for me, I had to. And my mm -hmm. first marathon was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> not, again, not everybody has that experience, but I did. And I distinctly remember crying because yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, this marathon was so bad. I'm never going to do Dopey. Like I wasn't mad that the marathon went bad. I was mad because I thought I'd never be able to run Dopey. And I'm like, in the scheme of things, that's, that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but my husband just kept saying like, 
you still finished and under a 15 minute average, like that's all you have to have to be at Disney. Like you're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did make sure I ran one more marathon before we did dopey, but then we, yeah. And so then in 2018, we ran our first dopey and it was amazing. Like probably one of, I know it's Disney and I know I'm not running for time, but probably one of the best feeling marathons I've ever had, you know, even yeah. with all those other miles on my legs. So there, it is just something so special. Well, and so I, th the, the three of us are aware of what the dopey challenge is, but yes. I will allow yeah. you to, yeah. uh, to anyone listening who doesn't know, yeah. they're just out there hearing dopey challenge. I guess it's probably a couple of things, <laughs> a couple <laughs> quote unquote, a couple. A so yeah. Kelly, enlighten anyone who doesn't sure. know what the dopey challenge is. So the Dopey Challenge is four days of running. You start with a 5K on the first day, which is the Thursday, 10K on Saturday, half marathon, or sorry, 10K on Friday, half marathon on Saturday, full marathon on Sunday. And, oh, you know, some people will tell you it's really not the miles that are hard. It is the wake-ups that are hard. So yeah. bringing it back around to that wake-up that you're talking about, that is what some people will tell you. So it definitely puts an interesting spin on what it's like. And we've only done Dopey once. Um, we're going to do it again in 2023. But the year we ran it, it was cold, mm -hmm, like yeah. in the 30s, cold. <laughs> so we were super bummed because we were coming from St. Louis and we were really looking forward to warm weather. And instead, I wore my winter coat and yes. I brought all my winter layers. But in the end, I actually think it made mm -hmm. it easier. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, because like yeah. I wasn't as dehydrated because I was so cold. I would come back and just lay under the covers, which forced me to get rest. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's definitely a different kind of challenge with all those factors, your mornings, your miles, the weather, it, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Especially if you add time, like at the parks after, you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to be cautious of how many steps and things like yeah. if it's a vacation too. So mm -hmm. it's a good, a good mix of lots of different details. <laughs> yes. So I'm definitely excited that this time when we take it on, we're going to live there, but yes. I don't think that, that'll <laughs> yeah. make us any less likely to want to go and do stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents will be coming in town and joining us. My mom will be running her first marathon with oh, us. So we're really, really looking forward to it as a totally different experience this time. That's, a, that's yeah, amazing. that's such a cool week. Don't mean to be rude, but how old is your mom? <laughs> She's 56. I mean, for her to run her first marathon, awesome. I think that's amazing. Like, that's yeah. just really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited for it. But then, like, nervous for me, too, because I feel like I'm kind of the one pushing her along. And, like, <laughs> I got to make sure I'm having a good race because I want her to have a good race. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, I have so, like, I was, as you were talking through that and Blair alluded to it, I feel like Disney is sneaky in that sense of like, once you're done with the race, there's still all of like the draw and lore of mm -hmm. making a day of it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, it's like secretly stacking <laughs> semi subconscious marathons on top of the rest of your running, because um, I feel like, and there's probably tons of them out there and I haven't done the research, but I feel like some people could really capitalize on like a how to survive Disney while doing the dopey <laughs> challenge, like blog or something yeah. like that. Um, 
Yeah, that man, I'm very, I get very excited for other people um, very, very quickly. And I'm now very excited for this whole <laughs> 2023 Dopey Challenge for you. That sounds um, absolutely incredible. Um, I have a friend that I grew up with. Um, and if, if Jen is listening to this, I will say hello, Jen. Um, and when I think about it, Jen is effectively the oldest friend that I have in life because um, she came to my mother's daycare when I was like four. And I have like very little memories of like her playing doctor with me as like three <laughs> and four year olds. That's funny. And so she's a basically the oldest friend that I have in life. Um, but uh, she tried to run cross country in high school and had some really weird problems with her shins and had to get operated, but she did the dopey challenge this past year and is going back for, for 2023 okay. as well. Yeah. So, um, again, I know a lot of people that really love this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. they're perfect dopeys who have done it every year. I mean, I love it, but I don't think I could commit to that. Like every that year. is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not even about to try and pull her name up, but the woman who won all four races. I know. Funny runner. <laughs> Funny runner is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That like, was a really woo. fun experience to watch. Like that was, yeah. that was amazing. And she dressed up every time and it yep. was, it was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So now we will deviate to part two of things that you and Blair seemingly are the same person on. Um, <laughs> So you start running, you run a 5K, you do some Disney runs. At what point does um, treadmill running become a part of your life? And then as an extension of that, when does this Peloton passion <laughs> explode? Treadmill running has really been with me since the beginning. Um, my husband and I joined a gym maybe a year after we started running. And so we would go, I don't know if I had like a fear of running outside or work, weird work hours. I don't know. I don't remember at this point, but we would run at the gym in the evenings. Okay. Um, and so then that led us to saying, okay, well, why don't we just get one for our house? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And so then, yeah. And because I live kind of far from where I work, um, it definitely makes it easier. So I just get on there, get my miles done before I go into work so that when I get home, I'm done for the day, mm -hmm. you know? So yes. I love it for that reason. I know there's a lot of people who are not treadmill people, but for me, it, it keeps me running, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think yeah. I'd run as much as I do if I didn't have it. Yeah. I, um, yeah. for, for the sake of helping, uh, our listeners get the full immersive action here, <laughs> you are in perfect product placement, sitting position, <laughs> uh, treadmill over one shoulder, bike over the other. Yeah. Um, so again, golf clap for product placement in our audio form. Here this is that my house doesn't have much furniture in it at the moment. What's yes. the best room I could go in? Yes. <laughs> this yes. one, clearly. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I too, um, for the longest time, I, I kind of had this thing in my head that um, I'm very tall. I kind of felt like I was always a bit of a clunk on treadmills, but <laughs> treadmill running has become definitely a, a key part of all of my training. Um, and then Blair, um, 
slowly lured us into what I will <laughs> what I will just call the dark side of the bike. Um, <laughs> so we we ended up with the Peloton bike as well. Um, Fantastic investment. <laughs> yeah. investment. Um, it really is. Autumn just did a boot camp right before this on the See? bike. So. <laughs> um, so when, when then does Peloton become a part of all of this? And I'm just gonna like you and Blair can just go into, I know that you've done plenty of, um, Adrian things and all of this stuff. So just have a wonderful time talking about your Peloton. Love. Sure. I mean, I'm sure I'm like a lot of people. Peloton came into my life in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what it was about 2020. Such a weird year. Yeah. <laughs> I pre March of 2020, I was an orange theory person. And so <laughs> Blair, Blair is frantically pointing at herself as well. <laughs> I love Orange Theory. I would go to Orange Theory twice a week. And um, sometime during my running slash Orange Theory journey, I developed an overuse injury. Mm -hmm. And when I had the overuse injury, I couldn't run, but I could do the strider. Mm -hmm. And so I found a love for that and kept it in my like one day a week at uh, orange theory, I would do the strider. And so when I couldn't go to orange theory anymore, I thought, well, why not bike instead? You know, like mm -hmm. this Peloton seems pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so It kind of just came in that way. And then, yeah, so really I don't ride my bike. Like some people ride their bike. Like I truly mm -hmm. use it about once a week to get yeah. that other, in addition to running thing, but yeah. the rest of the Peloton stuff, I mean, I do Peloton every day, Everything. at least something. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. the the gotta complete the stack. Um, of course. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I I had a streak of weeks going for a pretty long time, and I broke it last week. I was under the weather, and I was I really made a pact with myself that I wasn't gonna let the the Peloton app was messaging me, and I I'm got sure, a Peloton like, email one more like, day. <laughs> one more day to get You're that streak in, and, and I was like. <laughs> No Peloton. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cave. I'm gonna rest. But um yeah, this is now and, a good time to tell you you could have done a meditation and kept your streak. I could have done a stretch, right? I could have done like anything. You could have done anything. I could have done I'm guilty of such things. I didn't even miss a day when I had COVID. Okay. Like you do a meditation, whatever it takes. It's only Fantastic. five minutes. <laughs> Still gives nope. you your blue check. I, I I did have that brief moment of, you know, I could knock some yoga out or something. I could I could have done it. Um, but um, so what is what is your preferred? Do you love the the strength stuff a lot? The run stuff? Who are your favorites? We've all got favorites. Mm -hmm. I, um, between Autumn and and Blair and uh, other friends of ours, like everyone's got their pack of 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 instructors. Of so people. who who are yours? <laughs> yeah, that I feel like is so hard because I am such a playlist driven person. Yes. When I'm gonna take when I'm gonna take a run or a ride. Like it yeah. is solely based on whatever songs they're going to play. Um, strength, I am not so much because I am a total fan of, I do 10 minute strength classes. So on days that I run, I hit 10 minute legs. On the yes. other days, I hit 10 minute arms, 10 minute core. So like, I don't really care about the playlist in those. Yes. Um, but I love 
different ones for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I am a total Jess King on the bike fan when Mm -hmm. she plays country. Because when she plays country, she tells me her life story. And, you know, like, (laughs) I I love that. (laughs) Yes. I uh, I, want to put a pin right here. Um, So I know, and and if this is incorrect, then I've failed at research. But Garth Brooks is a big for you, yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Um, So Autumn and I often have this joke. My entire childhood, right, like, we were the generation of people that, you know, if you, unless you were going to record stuff on a cassette tape, you didn't have a choice in what <laughs> mm-hmm. you listened to. Uh-huh. My parents are huge country music fans. So that was the only, I, I don't think I listened to an alternative or rock song <laughs> until I was like 11. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I went was just country music. And Garth Brooks was like my mother's North star. We had the Garth Brooks <laughs> Christmas CDs. And the he Garth has a Brooks big giant collection. That's like a book of. Yes. CDs. Yes. And, um, <laughs> he had a VHS tape of this concert he did where he like swung on a rope and smashed a guitar. And <laughs> oh my goodness. Everything in my yeah. life was Garth Brooks. So when I do think back to my childhood, <clears throat> I have like, I'm not a I'm not a country music savant like my parents are, but I will I will fight somebody over whether Garth Brooks is amazing or not because Garth Brooks mm-hmm. is awesome. So I, when I saw that, my childhood was very happy. So I I wanted to when I saw that the yeah. other day, I wrote down like Garth in all caps next because <laughs> uh, that was very fun for me. But yeah, yes, he yeah. I mean, I think I I honestly would have to sit down and count, but I know I've seen him over ten times at this point. Oh wow! Um, I distinctly remember my parents getting to see him when I was a child and being so upset that I didn't get to go, and then he stopped touring. And I always said, man, if he ever goes on tour again, like I will be there. Well, he comes back on tour in Kansas City. So you better believe I hopped in the car. We drove, (laughs) drove back the same night. Yeah. And like went to school and worked the next day. So yeah, I got to see him when he did his residency in Vegas. And yeah, it's all so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was, my, my childhood was um, (laughs) very excited. And yeah, I get like, Autumn will laugh at me sometimes because we all have like your go-to Christmas songs, right? And <laughs> yes. like that whole Garth Brooks Christmas album. When I when we walk into my parents for Christmas, like you know, sometimes my mom has something of Garth playing, and I'm like yeah. transported, like instantly back. <laughs> uh-huh. and everything feels warm and fuzzy and good. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, Garth Brooks, thank you for entire <laughs> my entire childhood, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So I, I, yeah. Um, I will let you pick back up on your Peloton <laughs> fun, but I, I had to stop hmm. you there because Garth is, yeah. Yeah. Good. And then of course I love Cody. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he, he's my boy band, you know, <laughs> middle high school love yes. fest. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Selena, I've, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I tend to take a lot of Selena Samuela. So I really like her too. I don't think I could give you an exact reason why. I just really enjoy being in her classes. I think it's, um, I mean, her yeah. personality seems awesome, but I think it's, she just has good music choices yeah. traditionally. Yeah. And she's upbeat and she's yeah. fun, you know. Yeah. Um, of course, Robin is super motivating, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, how could you not like Robin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't take many of her rides because she is way too difficult. But on occasion, Kendall Tool has a playlist that I'm drawn to and it doesn't yeah. have like a crazy rating. And her energy to me is like 
one of my favorite energies. So I wish she did more than I felt like I could do because I really, really enjoy with working with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the funny one for me, Kelly, is um, I tell Autumn, this is my justification for it, but I tend to do a lot of strength stuff, one with Selena, but I often do Callie stuff, but I think it's because Callie is long and I feel like (laughs) she has to pick workout (laughs) things that require her, her height to give her some advantage. So I'm always like tall person. I will do I your strength you. work yeah. and I will come yeah. with you and you we will myself. somehow fix our glutes forever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we've all got yeah. them, but yeah, they're, they're all incredibly fun. Blair, come on. What no, I have no, I, so I will convince autumn to run with me in the morning and I, it has to always be like a Robin, like it's all music, but Robin, I'm like, I feel like I don't want to be running right now anyway. So I need her to tell me why I should be running. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, of course I love Adrian. I, he's just funny. And I love his like live DJ classes with DJ mm-hmm. John Michael. They're always so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody, of course I have like mugs and t-shirts that say, I can't today. I have plans with Cody Rigsby. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely my favorite. Um, I don't know. I like Daniel too. When he started joining Mm -hmm. the team, his little Mm -hmm. Irish brogue was really fun. (laughs) I've always wanted to go to Ireland. So I've like pretend like, you know, I'm I'm there. Um, I think there's, I'm like, who else do I like to take a lot? Maddie, I have to say, I I can't invite into Maddie because I mean, as a person who loves to dress in costume, when he does any of the ones, yeah, he's (laughs) those are the best, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love, yeah. Ooh, he dressed Matt up Wilpers, something crazy. Yeah. 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 Matt Wolpers. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like he's such a great coach. Like he always like talks really well about like form and footfall and why we're doing what we're doing and the benefits of it. So he's another one who I, and his music is pretty good too. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but I have a couple who I don't take a lot of like um, Alex Toussaint or mm-hmm. Olivia. I'm like, you guys are so hard. <laughs> <I can't laughs> like if yeah. I wanted a death wish, I'll take your class. Like I'm really <laughs> ready to be mad at myself. <laughs> I love their energy, but I just can't keep up. Like, it's just my legs don't go that fast. <laughs> I know. I have a hard time. I feel like keeping up with ones that everybody else thinks are easy. So like, mm-hmm. I for sure don't go to those ones. No, yeah. I'm like, my, no matter what I try, my turnover is never going to be that fast. <laughs> I don't know if it's the length of my limbs. <laughs> like, I, can't, I, I can't get it. <laughs> thanks to, um, Thanks to whatever insurance commercial does the uh, guy that gets hurt doing everything. And they did that, <laughs> the, the spin bike one recently. He's like on a spin bike and he flips is over and mayhem? flies through a door. Mayhem. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, is that I, Allstate? I can't remember I who I think he is. so, but whatever it is, whenever I'm thinking of um, one that requires way too much leg turnover, I'm yeah, like, you're this would happen to me. Yeah. I would flip over <laughs> the bike. Through the- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you are obviously wrapping up your time in St. Louis, but around St. Louis, I will say. Um, mm-hmm. But St. Louis seems like a kind of sneaky, active running town. Does mm-hmm. does that fit the bill? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're never going to have multiple large, big races, but we usually have, you know, a good big one in the spring and maybe one or two big ones in the fall. But yeah, like we have great places to run because we have tons of parks. And we have lots of hills. So if you want to <laughs> be prepared for that, it's a great place to run. None of, those. <laughs> yeah. none of yeah. those here. <laughs> 
you'll be like, I'm so fast in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the heat. It's going to slow me down, I'm sure. Not that St. Louis isn't hot because our summer is just as bad, but it just doesn't last all year. (laughs) I'm a little nervous about that. (laughs) All year long, she's like, all year this summer. (laughs) But I'm so done with winter, so I'm definitely none of that here either. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it it is funny. Like a lot of people where I'm from are often like, I wish it would snow at Christmas. And I'm always like, yeah, but I don't want the pain to start any sooner than it has to. <laughs> and, and like a month of winter is, I mean, even a week of winter, honestly, is enough. <laughs> Like that was fun. The snow was nice, but I'm kind of done with it now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we don't really. December is still generally fairly warm for right. a winter type month. Yeah, so we don't really get snow at Christmas either. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I'm always like, if it's in the 60s for Christmas, yay! Go <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm like, I have a lot of really cute winter running Christmas running clothes, but they're long Not sleeve. Gonna I'm happen. like, shoot, man. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're gonna have to get like winter socks and skirts and other fun stuff but yeah yeah well and so perfect segue Blair uh socks pro compression mild love mild love yeah, for the just, pro compression just, they're so fun and festive <laughs> how are. could you not love them they make an entire outfit I know if I'm gonna be out there I gotta have something to get me out the door right, right? and taking out my outfit is one of those things well, yes and I was gonna say I mean I I'm not sure I know what your Instagram profile would look like if it were not for pro compression socks. They really bring every post together, I feel. I know. I'd be really boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, wow, white socks again today. <laughs> I know. Well, and I mean, I'm a sweater. I'm moving to Florida. I'm going to be probably more of a sweater. And my, like, as weird as it sounds, my legs sweat mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah. And I cannot stand having sweat running down my shins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like people are like, but it's a hundred degrees outside. Why are you wearing long socks? Doesn't I said, matter. because I can't stand feeling sweat. I'm like yeah. long socks always. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the heat and the humidity makes everything feel like it's like heavy and swollen too. Like, and so the mm-hmm. socks just like really help mm-hmm. and like not make everything feel like it's just tight. Like it's, yeah. it's a better feeling. So yeah. And I'm just committed to the look. I mean, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. You'll get a whole like pro compression sock tan line. It'll be <laughs> oh that that never goes away. That is year round. Right to the knee. Yes. <laughs> yes, year round sock tan line. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So the one thing now I know that like you started marathoning a little bit ago. You've done 23, which is mm-hmm. not a small <laughs> number. Um oh. But the question that I always have, um, really, when I see people that have really gone anywhere above 12 or 15 is what, what have, what has changed for you? What has, what, what is your takeaway? And as you said, first marathon, you were like, well, that was awful. (laughs) Um, but, um, autumn's getting ready to run one. And I've run one, um, at some point I'm going to run another, but what, what things have you learned? I know that everyone is unique and has their own things, but what would you say has been like, was there a 
turning point? I know from the second to the first things went better, but um, <laughs> what things have you kind of, uh, as you've acquired now 23 of these yeah. has kind of come for you in terms of understanding? Well, they never get any easier, <laughs> which is <laughs> a good thing and a bad thing. And I think that's part of what keeps me coming back um, because you just never know, like, Obviously, a half marathon can go bad too, but man, that marathon, like just over the time that you're out there, like so many things can go wrong. So, like, it's almost like you're trying to beat that. Like, I can be more prepared and I can do better than, you know, whatever, because you're trying to challenge me. So, that's part of it. But honestly, part of it, and my friend Sherry that I always run with, she always says marathons are like potato chips. You can't just have one. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love because the since we are Galloway runners, we uh -huh. are high mileage runners. Like mm -hmm. so when we're training for a marathon, we like to run 26 miles as a training run. Yeah. And so that makes you fall into the well, I'll just sign up for one since I have to run that many miles anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So then you just keep, well, I want to race this one. And if I really want to do well, then I got to mm -hmm. sign up for this one before to like get the miles on my legs. And yeah, that's just kind of how we end up doing more and more and mm -hmm. more. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I would do the same. I like when there's like workouts or like things interspersed in a race, like it just makes it a little bit easier. So if I yeah. had to do the mileage anyway, I might as well just do a race. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense and get some metal for it. Yes. I know. <laughs> and like have people around you. That makes the atmosphere fluid, just more fun. Cheering. Right. There's all sorts of fun <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. It makes the workout mileage seem less painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I tell people this all the time, and I'm not here to tear other sports down, but like the thing about running is it's kind of that devious thing at first. I think a lot of people who kind of are entry level. They're like, well, but you run faster than me. And I'm like, but it's not easier. Like, no. At no point does it get easier. Like just because you got faster doesn't mean the race is easier. It just means that hard is in a new place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's different. Yeah. And yeah. like, I mean, you know, getting to, you know, now that races are kind of coming back and, you know, you watch the elites that ran Boston and they cross the line and they're puking their face off and <laughs> falling. It, it, it's never, there's, there's levels of athleticism and some people's, you know, there's that thing of where some people's bodies are just built to do the mm -hmm. thing that they're doing, but at no point, unless you're <clears throat> Kipchoge, who sometimes like runs a 201 and looks like he just like went out <laughs> for, a, for a walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. He finishes the race and's like high fiving people I know. and jumping. <laughs> and I'm like, you're jumping. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think that's what makes the running community so relatable too. is, I mean, effort is effort. And I don't think it's easier for anybody necessarily. It's just a speed thing, but you can look at anyone else that's showing up to run a marathon and like, we're all in the pain cave. Everyone's <laughs> here. Um, we're yeah. all in this together. Um, but yeah, I, um, and I think, you know, like you said, I'm sure that riding the bike and these, I told Blair, you know, the Peloton stuff has been so helpful for me too, because mm -hmm. being able to break things down into little 10 minute pops mm -hmm. and, and getting that stuff in, is the stuff that sometimes if you're left to your own mind to try and put a 10 or 15 or 20 minute part of a workout together 
especially in the midst of marathon training or race training, um, you, you might end up spending a, a lot more time on your couch than you would <laughs> just taking the 20 or 30 mm -hmm. minutes to get some strength work in. So um, <clears throat> that's the thing I'm learning about myself is I'm, I had that wonderful notion that I could be just a runner, which is hilarious to think there's all of these other components. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the strength work, taking a little bit of time every week to hop on the bike and do something, all those things I think are, uh, wildly helpful to making sure you're on your feet, especially when you're doing 23 of those and, and everything else you've done. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and when, when I had the overuse injury, like I quickly learned, okay, these are the things I got to work on keeping strong. And I don't want to be back in physical therapy three times a week for months on end again. So <laughs> 10 minutes a day, I can do that, you know, like keep up with it. So we're not back in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Have you always been a Galloway runner or did that come about after you had your overuse injury? Um, it came before that. It was okay. probably as I was training for my first half marathon, mm -hmm. I learned about it. And then that's when I got into it. We were lucky enough to have a Galloway program in St. Louis for a short bit. Okay. So I did get to do a Galloway training program for a little bit. Okay. Um, but now I just, I've done the customized training program virtually. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Yeah. For I'm, I'm sure there's not a lot of people out there who know what that is. So if you want to share a little mm -hmm. bit about it, I think it's a, a unique and awesome way to train. Sure. Yeah. So the Galloway method is a run, walk, run method. And a lot of people do their own versions mm -hmm. of run, walk. Um, if you're truly following Jeff's recommendations, there's ways you find out what interval you should be running, what your paces should be. And I think those are all really wonderful resources. Mm -hmm. I've found that it really is a great predictor. If you run what he calls his magic mile, it tells you about how fast you should be able to run a race. And it's really truly worked for me. And mm -hmm. he believes in having shorter walks. I know um, just even some local running companies that have run groups, they take longer walks. Um, I'm definitely not a longer walk person. The most, the longest walk I do is 30 seconds, which is also what Jeff recommends. So it's just definitely a different way to think about running. I don't think I'd be a runner without it because mm -hmm. I have no interest in running for five, six plus hours without yeah. stopping, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and it, it gets you, especially in a marathon, it gets you to that next, okay, I, I only have to do this for 30 seconds and then I get a break again. And mm -hmm. it just, for me, keeps me going. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It makes a big difference, I think. Yeah. I, I think like the biggest benefit of my life. And the one marathon that I ran was, um, about two months before I ran it, someone was like, walk the aid stations, like <laughs> take the time. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I ran the Chicago marathon, which is there's, I think 18 or 20 aid stations. Mm -hmm. So it suddenly becomes like run 1.2 miles and then get some refreshments, take a walk for 30 seconds to a minute give yourself like a quick reboot to see where you're at a little body scan and then run 1.2 miles and have another opportunity to do that again. Yeah. And it's also, I think it was paramount in helping me stay fueled and, and, mm -hmm. and stay fresh through the whole thing. I thankfully didn't have that wall, so to speak. I just was mm -hmm. kind of like, there's a bunch of tables all over this place <laughs> and I have the opportunity to make them my friends. And yeah. Um, so it was a pseudo Galloway type of thing, mm -hmm. but um, it was definitely, I think, a really healthy approach to get through 
the first one. And uh, it's something that I've definitely, um, I ran a half marathon in Austin, Texas, and I was trying to do that same thing. And all of the people that were also running the half were like, not walking. So (laughs) it was like trying to get out of a 14 Mm -hmm. lane thing of traffic to the water (laughs) station without getting run over by people. Like, Hey guys, I am about to walk. Like, please don't run me over. But um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You know, I think for me, one of the things I really like about it is recovery. Like it's Mm, instrumental and not needing as much recovery. And when you're doing things like the dopey challenge and running all those days, like you don't want to be going into the marathon feeling really sore. Like, cause who no. wants to start when that many miles when I already feel bad and yeah. I am doing the Berlin and then the London marathon in the fall back to back. And yeah. there's no way I could run those and not take breaks, you know, like I just wouldn't be ready for that second one. So it's such a huge part of feeling ready to keep running when I want to do more miles. How close are those races together this fall? Back-to-back weekends. Okay, I was going to say, that's just one big trip for <laughs> you. You end up just right? staying yeah. over there? Is that yeah. how that works? Yeah. And that's okay. why we did it. Like, that's okay. why we went for it. We're like, yeah. this isn't typical. It might be the last time ever. And if we want to run them both, we might as well knock it out in one trip. Yeah. might not be pretty, but at least we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Your husband, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, we have a couple other friends doing it too. And my family's going to come and cheer us on and we'll have a big group. We're really excited about it. I want to be adopted into your family. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this sounds like a fun place to be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They do all sorts of things together. They go on trips (laughs) together. And then run when I make them. (laughs) Run a marathon when I'm 56. I feel like there's a lot of like open doors available. Now taking entries to be right. part of. <laughs> we are a very small bunch, so you're more than welcome to join. <laughs> Perfect. <Be great. laughs> Blair and I will see you at the Dopey Challenge in 2020. <laughs> I know. I think so. It's not. It's very appealing to run the Disney races when you're local because the wake up mm-hmm. time is is slightly different. Yeah, like, it's not as. Yeah. You know, it's from. We're your still going to stay on property. Yeah. Just to keep it simple, and since my family's mm-hmm. coming, we we're yes. going to do yeah, yeah, a big yeah. two bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be currently the place that we're going to live in is definitely drivable on race mornings. Uh So it's a, it's definitely an option in the future. Yeah. It just seems, I don't know. They were always like more doable and even like short notice too. It could be like, Oh, I Mm -hmm. could do it. Like (laughs) if it could pop up and stuff. Yeah. But it makes a big difference and you're going to love the central Florida community. There's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of great running races and yeah community like companies there's a lot of stuff out here so it'll be great yeah i'm excited we've only ever lived in st louis and so you know it'll be an adventure but i'm mm-hmm. excited about it yeah, yeah. really great yeah. really great so the i was gonna ask and you kind of already answered this question i'll ask it anyway just to see what your thoughts are but so you've done a couple of ultras i would assume that the whole galloway method of running makes ultras feel very approachable because that's kind of how an ultra is structured in the first place Mm -hmm. and there's a yeah many ultra runners even if they wouldn't consider themselves to be gallery runners like the ultra running community is pretty much a run walk type situation to begin with yeah 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 that was i pretty much as you were piecing all those things together i was like (laughs) okay this makes a whole lot more sense um Mm -hmm. what what have you taken away from the ultras? Like what do you, it seems like 
I, this is my joke that I made to Blair, having never run one. It seems like um, a semi-brutal approach to trick-or-treating for adults. Like, <laughs> there's just stops where there's really good food and candy yeah. and pop. Mm -hmm. And so like you run three or four miles and there's candy. And then you run five <laughs> or six miles and there's some pizza. And, some, and so I was like, sure. it's like kind of... Um, a very brutal approach to trick-or-treating for adults. That yeah. was my kind of humorous take on it. <laughs> no, I love it. And you know, that's one of the reasons, like sometimes I feel bad that I'm not a very fast runner, but then I'll be like running along, eating some potato chips. And I think hmm, fast runners don't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of the same with an ultra. Yeah. You can pretty much find whatever you want, but I've done 150 K and I, I definitely want to do more, but I will tell you once I hit mile 26, Mile 26 to 27 was the hardest mile of my entire life. It was like, yeah. I was just lost in this void of like, normally I would be done, but I still have all of this to go. And then I hit 27 and it got better, but mm -hmm. wow, I was not <laughs> yeah. expecting it to be so difficult. <laughs> yeah. Your brain had kind of built a door that was the marathon door. And once mm -hmm. you got past yeah. that. It was so tough. And then it was so funny because we did it on a course that was on a trail and it was out and back. And so we kind of knew where the water stations were and we knew where the last one was. And I was running with my friend and I said, is that the last water station or is that a mirage? I was like, please don't <laughs> let that be a mirage. Like, I really think that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh funny. my gosh, we're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the water station mirage yeah, yeah. Well, that would have been really unfortunate <laughs> oh, I've been I so mad <laughs> I know oh. but I definitely I've done a 50k and then I've done a timed event um what well, my first 50k was supposed to be the marine corps 50k mm -hmm. 2020 oh. so clearly ah. that didn't happen yeah yes. and so I still feel like I have that goal of wanting to do that as a 50k I think it's a really good goal for me because of the time limits. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're just like, I can get there, but it's still pretty scary. And so I feel like that's a, a big goal for me as far as like, if I could accomplish that, I would feel very like, check that off my running bucket list. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, and, th and then that's, uh, that's our, I think Blair, that's always one of your kind of good wrap up questions of like, what, I listen, Blair and I have already kind of assigned ourselves to being a part of your family at this point, just based on all the fun you're having. Um, I know I've always wanted to go to Europe. But, I mean, so you've got Berlin, you've got London, you've got Dopey. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, is that's there a really any great, other? I yeah, mean, not that schedule. there needs to be, but is there any more fun no. on the schedule outside of those things? It's a lot. Um, well, my my outside of running goal is that when we moved to Florida, I wanted to work for Disney. And so that kind of is, I haven't, as much as I'm already committed to things like past Dopey, I don't have many commitments because I don't know, maybe life will look like I'm busy working at Disney and have kind of a different kind of schedule. So I don't yeah. know what that yeah. looks like for my, my running that's, plans. Okay. I think that's a very realistic adult approach to this entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I am doing, um, for my friend Sherry that I mentioned, she has a milestone birthday this summer. So uh, we go to Yellowstone to do the vacation races at Yellowstone oh, wow. in the beginning of June. And then we come back and move the next day. So that'll be really exciting. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but high plug for vacation races, like 
They are such like, they are up there with, with Disney for me. Like mm-hmm. they're so well put on. It's a community. So like, if I'm going to do the craziness of going to a race and then moving the next day, I'm glad yeah. it's for something like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was gonna I was gonna make the joke of like that's basically like pseudo training for dopey, like run a race, right. do something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Drive in a right. car for 16 hours, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, huh. That's that's quite the schedule you have. And uh it's yeah. an exciting one. And I'm excited exciting. for you to do all those things. Um, I wanted to, uh, in kind of wrapping up, I know that you do <clears throat> some, some fundraising for a couple of various things. Is that just something that's kind of just manifested itself through running or has this kind of always been just like a, something you've been interested in doing outside of, of running and running has just kind of allowed you to extend that? I would say it mostly has come through running. Uh, As a teacher, I am part of a teaching sorority, Alpha Delta Kappa, and we do a lot of different community service type things. So I get to do it outside of my running life too, but I would say it's running is where I've had the most experience with it. Yeah. 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 No, I I think that it's great. It's it's always fun to to see all the stuff Mm -hmm. that you're up to and all the awesome ways that you're helping others and giving back. So yeah. And it's neat to see with any of the charities that do these races, it's neat to see the little communities that they mm-hmm. have established with their runners that continue to run for them for many years and many different yeah. races. I think that's such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I ran for the American cancer society in Chicago and that crew, like that team that does that, <clears throat> they, they do such a great job of personalizing everything and, and making it really feel like a family. Um, and yeah, I, I know through COVID that was like, I, I joke with Blair. I always stress out about things that I absolutely should not stress out about or put in my control. But um, I was like, all these charities make a, like they raise so much money through races. And the fact that there are no races, I was like, how can I help the charities get $20 million? And I'm all like, the charities, not just the one, all of How them. can I help everybody? Right. Every single person. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, out of my control, unfortunately. But it's great to, to see that things are coming back mm-hmm. and that those things can start to pick back up. But, um, whew, okay, well, I am very excited for everything that you have coming up. Uh, and I, I wish you nothing but the best of luck with moving. Um She's she's lost a little bit. Of lost my earbud. Listen, I lost it. It's back. The fact that we got through pretty much this whole thing with minor casualties here. I know this has been fantastic. very successful. Um, <laughs> Luckily, but, I have a little bit of experience being on Zoom as a teacher, so yeah. right, just a, just little, a little practice, just a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um, yeah, very uh, much. My goodness. Best of luck with London, Berlin. Um, I move. the move, um, <laughs> which is, yeah, um, I'm very excited to see all that's on the calendar and uh, fingers crossed for some uh, working at Disney. That would be fantastic. That would be really <laughs> great. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. Thank you. Well, I will cap this off by um, the, the fun part about today's episode, Kelly, is that this is our one year anniversary episode. It is our one year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations. Happy so anniversary. You <laughs> are our one year guest. And um, yeah, we, we launched this last year on 
May the 6th, technically. Mm -hmm. I was so afraid about launching it that I launched it at 11 p.m. on May the 5th. (laughs) I was like, I have to know that it happened before I fall asleep. Um, (laughs) So, but May the 6th was our first Thursday of guests. And um, I'm I'm really excited that we got to spend some time to talk with you for Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, and you have to reach out when you get settled. And I'll yeah. come yeah. to you and we'll run together. So it'll be Perfect. great. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having questions. Me. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Best of luck with everything. And uh, yeah, hopefully we will talk to you soon. All the best moving forward. Yeah, thank you. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for coming along with Kelly and Blair and I. Whew. <laughs> Kelly is awesome. It was fantastic. So I was trying to think. I have really nothing. As as I'm not sure if many of you know this or not, Blair and I pretty much live on two separate rocket ships that fly through the world. And we usually show up on Sunday, um, frantically collecting ourselves. Yes. Um, This is not a testament to try and say that we are underprepared humans. We are prepared. We are very prepared. We do look over everything. Yes. But we also both live in this seeming hilarious (laughs) world where we think that we should accomplish 57 things a day. Um, So we both usually come in on fire um, and, and, and get about 30 seconds to try and put each other out before we talk with a guest. Um, and we've been doing that for a year, a year now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've actually gone from like 40 things in our like world to like yeah. at least 59 things So <laughs> yeah. in the year. We've only increased the number of things that yes. we've said yes to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole, I mean, Sabrina could really like help us psychologically. <laughs> Should we I do an episode of the reset for us? For us? Yeah. No one would want to listen to <laughs> no, that. No, no, <laughs> But there is probably some history into why you and I say yes to a lot of things and also mm-hmm. feel that we have to accomplish so many things. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- d- despite, um, and we are not going to sit here and illuminate no, you to all of those sure things. Not. That's not going to happen. Blair and I, if you ask us right now, it's great. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Um, but it's been quite the year. Um, it has. Yep. In terms of just so many things. I I literally just took one second to be like, what has happened? And my brain went a lot. Um, but, I hope your brain uh, talks to you in that tone of voice. Mm. <laughs> depending on the day right um yeah. there's that there's a line Blair and have you did you ever watch like Ocean's Eleven I did because I love George Clooney oh, yes I love Ocean's Eight I so, know but that's a good one there's a scene where I think it's Matt Damon's talking mm-hmm. to Brad Pitt and mm-hmm. they're talking about seeing Julia Roberts and he goes um what are you suicidal and Brad Pitt <laughs> says only in the morning oh, and God. when he said that I was like God yeah that there's some truth mm, to that one, huh? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's funny. You know, I, I want to say, uh, as you and I love to impose compliments on others <laughs> and not ourselves, not ourselves. No, nope. um, <laughs> I cannot possibly imagine doing this with another human. No, this so, has been the best year. Thank like, you very I much. I can't that. even wait for us to do a whole bunch more years. A lot more. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Um, 
I remember our first like time entertaining this idea. (laughs) And I remember Mm -hmm. trying to purchase the appropriate equipment Uh and hooking it Uh up. (laughs) To some of our guests, there were occasions where we would not let you in the room for three or four minutes. And that would literally be because Blair and I were going, can you wait, Blair, can can you you hear me? Can you hear me yet? Blair, I can't hear you. Blair, your mic's not working. Um, Or my headphones are unplugged or whatever. What was the one time you couldn't find? There was was one time I flat out just didn't plug anything in. And I was standing over here going, why? Why can't Blair hear me? Um, Because I, one, muted myself and two, didn't plug any of my equipment in. Um, Professionals. We are very professional. Mm -hmm. Um, So... In our what has been year of just um, chaos in all things outside <laughs> yeah. of this, I think uh, one one spontaneous question I thought of was yeah. so we've talked a lot. I think the my favorite thing about this traditionally is most <laughs> of the questions we've had for each other in the spontaneous fashion revolve around food, or which I think <laughs> revolve around superheroes. But we're gonna go back to food, okay? Um, and it's if and and. <laughs> The timing of this question is incredibly fitting for where we both sit in our lives outside of this podcast. But if you've had a stressful week, which Uh Blair is not, it's been a pretty calm, cool, and collective. Really calm. Um, What is what would be your go-to fast food? Oh, when you're like, I need. Because I'm stressed out and I need an emotional eating. It's been a day. I want to sit in my car at a drive-through in the parking lot and just eat the food. Eat the food. Okay. Well, uh, it has to be. There's a lot. I'd have to be like um, a mix of things. So I really prefer. I love this. Yes, checkers, French fries. Okay. You have a checkers. You've heard of checkers. We don't. But I I love a quality fry. They're like a seasoned fry. Okay. So they're like not regular French fry, but okay. like seasoned fry. Yeah. So I, and again, this is going for me eating all these things, knowing I have no gastrointestinal issues. Yes. <laughs> this was, if, if your stomach is just open for a business. solid rock. Yeah. And I can eat all gluten and dairy. This yes. is what I would eat. Yes. Okay. We're basically, <laughs> we're, we're treading lightly in last meal here, just very lightly. But if it was okay. fast food. Ooh, well, there'd be more if it was last meal. Oh, so. I know. We'd go hard. Okay. Right. Fast food. So checkers fries. So a seasoned French fry. Okay. A, clearly a chocolate milkshake oh, or a frosty. Fantastic. I mean, uh-huh. at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I'd have to go, gosh, I'm like, like a full on cheeseburger with bacon. <laughs> okay. Is there a place of choosing? Is well, there a place I mean, if we're really sticking with fast food restaurants, I'd have to think like Burger King. Okay. Yeah. Or Wendy's, the flame, like the a flame, flame broiled water. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if that's what we're going on, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Given my gastrointestinal issues, a, a a good day of fast food is a is a Chick Fil A Cobb salad with grilled yeah. chicken nuggets. Yeah. And literally a Diet Coke the size of my head. Oh, yeah. This is solid. This is that's, solid. That's what I, but I, that's only because if I eat too much fried food, <laughs> terrible things will ensue. Yeah. But so, that would be my choice. So your turn. I feel like if this were a job interview <laughs> to feel like if someone flows with what you're yep. trying to look for, yep. mm-hmm. this is why this podcast makes sense for us. <laughs> Because a lot of people would say, well, I have a restaurant of choice and the restaurant does all the things I want. That does not exist in my life. Um, One of the funny things that, um, especially when Autumn and I first started dating, I think she would always scratch her head because when it came down to like 
what do you want for dinner? Mm-hmm. I would always be like, I can go anywhere. And she'd mm-hmm. be like, but it's, ah, that's so much work. And I'm thinking in my head, no, 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 no. This is not too much work because I also mm-hmm. don't just have a stop. No. And my list would be far larger, Blair. <laughs> I, I think you were kind of trying to stick a little tight, oh, um, which right. I respect, but yeah. Um, Lay it on me then. What do you, what like, do you got here? What's your we, list? You also got, probably can consume a lot more food. Than this that. is true. <laughs> um, you've got a good old fashioned Burger King chicken fry. Oh, There's see, I don't know that I've actually fry. like indulged in the chicken fry. Since, I mean, like notifying the, my stomach of its gluten intolerances, yeah, I, mean, I probably haven't had a chicken fry. We'll, we'll we'll start with the fact that I doubt there's any chicken to be seen. <laughs> um, it's more so, so is it like a blooming onion with no onion. You know, I how mean, you we're go pretty to- much there. We're pretty much there. The breading is seasoned yeah. a little aggressively. Okay. And I like that. OK, so I like a good chicken fry. All right. Um, I hate real onion rings, but I love a Burger King onion ring. Again, okay. probably not much onion to be no found onion in there. <laughs> um, but then it's like um, cinnamon twists from Taco Bell. Oh, I good love point. a cinnamon twist. I should have included a dessert, I but I guess my chocolate milkshake. Your chocolate milkshake's in there. Okay, but that's a good choice. Very um, but nice. Chick Fil A milkshake is is, is mm-hmm. a legit milkshake. There has to be a milkshake there in the fast food meal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and and that can vary for me from cookies and cream to strawberry yeah, to chocolate, choice. depending yeah. on where we're at. Yeah. Um, I love a Wendy's Mc, like a nugget. I almost said McNugget, but that's McDonald's and we're yeah. not living there. No. A Wendy's nugget yep. is supreme. Mm-hmm. Um, a bacon cheeseburger from either they, Wendy's or Burger King. Right. One of those I'm, would I'm be fine. Yeah. Um yeah, I I I have a lot of and this was always my thing with autumn. I'd be like, I'm going to go get some nuggets from Wendy's, a yep. cheeseburger with bacon from yep. Burger King, yeah. uh, a milkshake from Chick-fil-A, some mm-hmm. uh, cinnamon twists, and maybe just one taco for the road from Taco At Bell. Least. Like, right. you know, like, and she'd be like, that's a lot of work. And I'd be like, nah, they're all right next to each other. They're that's all near each other. It's like, yeah. a, a, I'm just gonna there's a radius. This. You can hit them all. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. And, and, you know, depending on how big the day has been, there might be a pizza stop somewhere in the mix of all yeah, that. But I mean, I also, I miss donuts a lot. Oh, I have to say like that. Yeah. I miss donuts a lot. Yeah. I really like sugar. That's my, yeah. that's a downfall. So in, in truth, the dairy and gluten intolerance really helps that because yeah. <laughs> you're limited yeah. by the fact that you can't just go get a milkshake. Um, right, but I right. really miss milkshakes and donuts. I'd have what to say your, those are what like was your donut. What's your donut go-to? I mean, uh, my donut go-to was like um, just like chocolate glazed. I really yeah. just like a chocolate yeah. glazed, like classic donut. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't mind a chocolate cake donut, uh-huh. like right, like yes. had, yeah. Yes. I just really like chocolate clearly. Yeah. yeah, But I also am not picky. I would eat I the Munchkins, mm-hmm. you know. And now mm-hmm. they've got some like gourmet donut places around here that have. Yes. I've seen some of your pictures that have yeah. like like s'mores stuff on yes. them and like yes. fruity pebbles. Yep. I mean, I know we had yep. a whole cereal episode, Ooh. but I can't imagine a fruity pebble. It's wonderful. Donut doesn't <laughs> taste like magic, like it's a absolutely unicorn. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> like... Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. A fruity pebble donut. Um, I also like lemon. So I think maybe yeah. some kind of lemon situation, but yeah, so yeah. I miss, I miss donuts. There's mm-hmm. one place in central Florida near Disney Springs. Wait, is it called Disney Springs? I, I can't remember. It's accurate. Is it? Okay. It used to be downtown I've Disney and then it Disney changed its Springs. name. Yeah. Yep. So it's called yeah. Aaron McKenna's bakery Ooh. and they have like gluten and dairy free like food. And so yeah. they have, um, what are they called? Like tea cakes or something like loaves. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like a pound cake, but there's yeah. a raspberry lemon one. <gasps> 
<laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah. this is, raspberry yeah. and lemon is the magic. Yeah, that's, and so that's a must if yeah, we're in the area. Yeah. And then they also have a chocolate raspberry one. Oh, just so get it's the, like a just cake stop. chocolate with like just stop. raspberry <sighs> jelly magic inside. Well, now I know where you're taking me. Well, yes, I, I will take you there. <laughs> yes, and then we can also go get tacos because okay. they have a delicious taco place Wonderful. there as Wonderful. well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, now well, I'm starving. Yeah. And, and now that we've really made a lot of people disgruntled, everyone go pick up your favorite. Go get your yeah, favorite. I really would like you know? to hear everybody else's favorites too, I because know. I know that there's like general like fast foods that most states have, but I believe mm -hmm. there's others that some don't. We have a Culver's. Do you have a Culver's? No. So I've heard of this Culver's and it's magical. I can't, I mean, again, I don't go because it ends up giving me digestive issues, but yeah. they apparently have like custard ice cream, like soft serve yeah, situation. Yeah. And I've heard that yeah. is delicious. Yeah. So. There's a custard place here. Okay. Um, yeah, it can you be have really an ice good. cream place near you. You guys love to visit. We love, there's a place called, okay. One day we're going to take you here. It <laughs> no, these is, are when we trip. <laughs> it's an abomination. If you would pull up there, you would go, there's no way I'm eating here. <laughs> But it is delightful. It's called so the Dairy outside Cream is Corner. not appealing. Is what you're they saying. put about. Listen, I we know the owners. We yep. love the owners. I'm right. not. This is they know their model. Yep. They know what they can get away with. No one's stopping mm -hmm. going there. Right. I. This is mildly <laughs> sarcastic, but possibly truthful. They might put $8 into keeping that building up a year. Okay. Like there's not right. a lot of effort gotcha. going into the building. Got it. They give you ice cream. That's enormous. Yeah. They give you wonderful uh, fast food style, but still very good food. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. So the product um, speaks for itself. They don't the need product, to upkeep the house. They don't. Like, they right. do not. Yeah. They, they argue that they are the biggest cone in West Virginia and they are not lying. It is massive Ginormous. they teach yeah. their people how to build it like there's a there's a way that they like work the cone to get maximum ice cream stackage nice. like they have a sign nice. so it's impressive it's very okay. impressive but, okay um so yeah blair and i at some point <laughs> will be eating our way through states we'll just yes. have to figure out when that happens yes but um I'm going to, this is the first time we're going to do this player. And I'm going to do this because it's our birthday episode Okay. and we're going to find out who made it here. Okay. This is, this is like an hour and something and change now <laughs> into this episode. Here's what we're going to do. Message the podcast at for your run DM us your favorite fast food meal. Yeah. All doesn't the have to be just a restaurant. It can be your meal of choice. Right. I and Blair. Yes. We We'll pick one that speaks to our soul the most. Okay. It doesn't even have to be what we like. Someone might no. just build a really good list. And be like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. The winner, I will do a giveaway of a couple of different things from For The Run and we'll mail it to you. It's going to be a shirt, maybe some stickers, maybe something, but DM us. Yeah, there should be a gift card for the fast food restaurant in there too. I'll Ooh, throw that in this, there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So here we are, buddy. So yep. everybody listening, if you've mm -hmm. made it here, yep. DM us with your ultimate fast food meal. We're going to get mm -hmm. you a gift card to a fast food restaurant. Yep. I'll do some for the run stuff. Yep. That is our um literally birthday put together gift. in the moment. <laughs> birthday it's our gift. birthday gift to you. That's our birthday gift to you. <laughs> and the thank you. That's right. So all right. 
Well, everybody, thank you so much for a year. We are excited to keep this thing moving. And I don't think we'll make any more versions of this podcast in the coming year. Oh, come on. I wouldn't put that up. Don't you put that up. (laughs) Don't you put that up there, sir. Now the challenge has been extended and we will be like, guess what? Challenge accepted. When we're celebrating year two and we're like, well, we didn't think we'd have 13 different iterations. (laughs) You went 13? Wow. Mm, I'm very uh, overly. Overachiever. Okay. All right. Yeah. There are 13 days in the week, Sean. No. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much, my friend, for coming along on this hilarious journey that we've gone on. Thank you for asking me. This is the best. Of course. All right, everybody. Thanks for one year. I we we better see some DMs, friends. We got or stuff no one, to give. just the one person, and then you automatically win everything. Don't tell anyone. Just that's a risk that worth taking. It's a, ri- it's a risk worth taking. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much. We will talk to you next time. See you later. Thanks for listening to For Your Run, a podcast brought to you by For the Run. Special thanks goes out to all of our supporters on Patreon, whose contributions and support help us put this all together and get it out into your ears. If you're interested in becoming a member of the For Your Run Pod family, you can learn more at patreon.com slash foryourrun. We hope this has been a pleasant break in your day, and we look forward to you bringing us along for your next run or whatever it is you have going on in your life. Till next time, run with heart, and we'll talk to you soon.